Hi, this is your host, Woody Landeros. You're listening to Shut Up and Fail. Hello, everyone. Today, I will be interviewing Mati Lopez. She is an educator. Tell me exactly what that, like, what does that mean? Because educator in this and that, like, what do you educate? Or who do you educate? Okay, well... Long story short, I am a teacher. I teach elementary school. And for me, if I was a teacher, the paycheck would be okay. But see, I'm not. I'm an educator because I create everything my students get. And I do it from my heart. So that's what I mean. There's a big difference between teachers, many, educators, few. Okay, so what do you, what do you, um, like, what do you try to educate people on? Well, I'm literally an elementary school teacher, but I say, because they're like, well, where do you teach? I say, well, you want the long story or the short story? Well, let's go ahead and give us a long story. Like, what do you, what do, you do like, on a, like on a day-to-day basis Okay. As an, um, as an educator? Okay. As an educator, I'm actually intervention. I work four days a week. I'm actually off on Tuesdays, technically, work. I don't work officially to anybody's... Uh, contract on Tuesdays, but what I mean by educator, educator to me means the world is my classroom. That's what I mean. And my name, I was in fourth grade when my teacher said, well, we're going to do an exercise. And I was like, all right, what's the exercise? And I love this teacher, wonderful teacher, educator. I must correct myself. She said, you're going to look up your name in a dictionary. So there I go, open up a dictionary back in 19, I don't know, I was born in 1992, so you do the math. <laughs> and I look my name up, and it says Alejandra Lopez, right? So I look up Alejandra, and it says Alejandra, der- uh, derivative of Alexander the Great in a, pos- in a female form, protector of man, and I was pissed. I closed the dictionary. <laughs> I close it, pissed off, never looked at it again. Being ignorant now, in retrospect, I'm like, well, what about the women, right? So whatever, I go through school, become an educator myself, teacher first, and then, uh uh-uh, I'm an educator. And I go back, right? This time, not on the dictionary, I go to my Google, and I'm like, all right, let's revisit this definition, right? So I go back, and it says, Alejandra, derivative of Alexander the Great in a... um, female form, protector of man and warrior, and again, I'm pissed <laughs> at this time. I don't have a book to close, so I just kind of throw my phone, and I go to my mom, see? That's why I have a Marine, literally in my name, protector of man and warrior, meaning now, I'm like, oh, hmm, man meaning mankind, women included, so, you know, you got to be careful what you name your children. <laughs> well, my name is Woody, so yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I, don't know I don't know what pops up on Google if I search my name. Yeah, I know. Wood, but, Woody. So what do you enjoy most about <clears throat> your career? Um, well, what I've enjoyed most about my career, I've really enjoyed the fact that I used to be a teacher's pet. I thought that there was an A, B, C, D answer to all of life, and that was great from zero to... 26 years old because I went to school and in the school system a b c d works and I was in control and I love being in control I love it 
I thrive me on too. it. I thrive <laughs> it's my on whole life. I thrive on it. So for me, I was like, all right, I, I'm good. I'm good in school. If I, at one time I told this, this guy, I said, if I could just get a degree on just going to school, he's like, well, isn't that repetitive? Isn't that what you're doing? <laughs> I was like, well, yeah, but I just want to be in school forever. Wow, there's an echo there. How beautiful. Did you hear that? <laughs> no, I didn't hear it. Oh, I heard it. I didn't, I didn't really like, I don't know. I didn't feel that school was for me. So mm. it gets kind of confusing, like, hearing that sometimes. Mm. Like, that, the, the structure and, like, the schooling and all this was, like, good for you because, like, mm. like, for me, like, school was too much of structure. And in my mind, like, I just, I'm all about, like, breaking, I guess, what's already in place and making my own path. So I just, school for me was like, okay, this is something that I need to rebel on. Like, this isn't working for me. I don't like this. So I was able to just like, you know, kind of kind of take my own pathway. And yeah, I wish I was better at school though. I wish I was, I wish it was catered more to me or I wish I went to more of an art school because the, the public school for me was like, like I always wanted to, like there would be in, you know, well, I mean, I don't know if it's just for every kid, but every, every beginning of the year, I would say, like, this is the year. I'm going to get straight A's. I'm going to do this. I'm going to listen. I'm going to pay attention. I would get my notebooks and do all this. But when it came down to writing the notes, I would start doodling. I would start, like, drawing, breaking things apart, doing just, like, always just creating little, little things, like, with whatever I can find. Mm -hmm. And then anytime somebody would find those art pieces on it, they would put an F on mm. on my paperwork mm. and it would just be like you know what I could do whatever I want mm -hmm. so that's kind of how my schooling went yeah. but I don't know like what what would you how do you handle that like what do you what do you think about that when it comes down to teaching a kid like have you had any child do something like that or how do you handle their I don't know do you think it's rebellious or do you think it's just a different way of expressing what are your views on that I have a lot to say about what you just said, but going back to what you said, how you find it interesting that I love school. See, my home was, there was no structure. Hmm. That's deep. That's a big difference. That's a huge difference. There was no structure. And I can go back, I could come back to episode two and talk about my, my childhood, but we're talking about my educator journey. So in my household, there was a lot of... Uh, protection. There's a lot of food. There was a lot of um, love, a lot of love, but there was no structure for me. I came 11 years after my last sibling. I'm a, I'm a, um, the third one that came, the best one. <laughs> no, 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 I'm just, I love my, I love my siblings. They're awesome. They're like my second parents. I love them to death. But for me, I came around the time when my mom was a little bit older had already had her two first ones, kind of really structured the heck out of them. And I'm not afraid to say it. I'll send them this podcast. And I came at a time where she was had a structure of protection and a structure of nutrition. And this isn't my story to tell, but she had her own things to deal with. And in that dealing, she let me be who I wanted to be. And mind you, I'm an educator, but I went to, um, uh, what is that, summer school from kinder to third grade. And in fourth grade, I met my uh, saving teacher grace or educator grace, Miss Rewalt, brand new teacher. 
She had me fourth and fifth grade. And she did something that all the other educators never did. They all, and, I, and I don't blame the other educators. I love them. I can name them off, and I love them. They each had their part in my journey, but they were older. They were done. And I get it because I'm an educator, and I know how easy it can be to just blame and see the negative. And I, and I, and I don't mean to judge anybody. I get it. I get it. It's all, I, I understand. But for me, if I ever get to the point where I say I am, and I don't know if you've heard this, and this was more for me in middle school, and I get it because there were some really bad kids in there, and I was borderline Compton area, and I get it. I get it, but it doesn't, ah. If I ever say in my life, I don't care what you do, I'm here for a paycheck, gosh, I need to change careers because to me, that's a disservice to people. And there's a lot of teachers, because again, going back to what I said in the beginning, there are a lot of teachers out there, and they do get paid a paycheck, and they want more. I don't care what I get paid, so I do it for my heart. And I'm not saying I'm, I'm going to be an educator forever. I will be an educator forever, but in a traditional sense, I will not, I will not be a teacher forever in a traditional sense, because I have so much coming for the children of the world. Yeah, and I, I don't mean to like completely call you out on it. It's just like, that's, I guess just growing up and being mm-hmm. in like the, the schooling I don't feel offended at system, all. System, you know what I mean? You're like, talking to the people that categorize themselves as teachers. Yeah. Not that yeah, they, no. I think the one thing that pe- the teachers were missing too was like a, a bit of relatability. Mm-hmm. And like, it was mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. I'm here, I'm mm-hmm. the king, you're the peasant, mm-hmm. sit down. All your and teachers just like, were like that? It felt like it. Ah. Yeah, it felt Sorry. like it. And I think I would automatically put them in a category. Maybe I, I, I know I did that too. No, yeah, yeah. But they also put you in a category. Yes. I recently had the opportunity to go and speak at my school for, a, um, for the film program. Wow. And when I went into the office, um, I, uh, you know, I was obviously like dressed like a student. I had my backpack on. And um, the first thing that the office lady said is, what do you want? Mm-hmm. And I was like, seriously, lady? Seriously. <laughs> this is how this is how you're treating me right now. Like you think I'm a student. It's a business. And it's like, seriously? That's that's what you're gonna that's the type of introduction you're gonna give me, like to come back into the school. It reminded me why I rebelled so much. Mm-hmm. It reminded me why I started tagging. It reminded me why I would draw on desks. Of course. It reminded me why I wanted to spend more time in detention than the actual classroom. Because of the the way the environment that it was like, it, it was like I just felt categorized. Mm-hmm. So I think growing up, it was like, okay, you put me in a category. Let's put you in a category. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're the teacher, and you just don't know shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like, you don't know now the new teacher is me. Google. Oh, I, I yeah. was learn I was learning from you know some of the great street artists and in Google and, you know, hearing their interviews and, and that was, that was my schooling system. So I really was like, you know what? YouTube knows more than, than this person or, right. or Google knows more than this person. You're right. And I was always just finding different ways to prove, prove them wrong because I was just like, if, if you want to treat me like that, then let's play the game. And it, and it was really bad. It was really reckless. And I wish I would have seen it in a, in a bit of a different way, in a more, in, in a more positive way. 
because I know that I did miss out on certain um, just fundamentals of, I mean, out of high school, I was, trying, I was asking my brother, which one is it, there, there, or there? <laughs> which one is it? Like, you know, how do you use these words? Is this, is this a comma? Is this a posture? I feel you. I didn't listen. I feel you. And zero, so, zero to, or five to whatever fourth grade starts, I wasn't paying attention. Yeah. I was, but I wasn't. Till this day, I'm like, I've been corrected by some teachers, and I will say teachers because this is a teacher that corrected me. And I, I, she's a great person, yeah. but she's ready to retire. Oh, I shouldn't say it because, nah, she's not going to listen to this podcast. Maybe. Oh, well, sorry. One day. I mean, one day her children might. No. Um, she corrected me, and I love her for it because I don't want to be saying that wrong. So it was. I say supposedly because where I live, supposedly is easier to say the supposedly with the D. So she's like, I literally didn't even tell me you're wrong. She just, I said, hey, so how do you say it? I asked, and, and she just she just blurted it out, like kind of kind of mad, like how are you a how are you a teacher? And I'm just like, I was an English language learner. Mm-hmm. Because literally, for my first memory in the education system was um, my teacher, Ms. Jenkins. I wish I found her. I haven't found her. Uh, I didn't, I mean, I think I knew English. I don't recall because when I went into the, into the school, I remember it was room three. And she's like, what's your name? And I was like, what is this lady saying? Ama? Ama? I was like, what is she saying? And I just, I pointed to my name, Alejandra. And I forgot the question, but yeah. <laughs> I kind of yeah. no, went yeah, off yeah. there. Well, so I know I, I, get, I get a little bit passionately about this because oh, I, feel like, I feel like I have to, you know, speak for that, for that person or that child out there, mm-hmm, or not mm-hmm. person or child, but that child or the adult yeah. out there that really yes. is like confused about like, I don't want to listen. I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I, I feel like, you know, sometimes even like a failure. Like, I, I really just was like, I would ignore it because I felt like a failure and I felt Sorry. stupid. And I felt like I, I, don't, I don't know any of this, so I'm just going to ignore it and, and focus somewhere else. So I just, I just want to be able to speak to the creative that doesn't necessarily yeah. know how to yeah. uh, work around with the school system and yeah. really just look yeah. at it differently yeah. and look at it more of yeah. how I see it as a, as a very selfish, uh, I'll say the word, mm-hmm. it's a very selfish approach of like, you know what, this is going to better, this is going to better me as a person. This is going to move me forward in whatever I choose. Like, I wish I would have had the, um, the, I wish I would have focused more on the language arts clash, mm. c- classes and um, realized that I could have put that into the descriptions of this podcast. I wish I would have listened more into history, realizing that I could have put all of that into just the fundamentals of like creating and art appreciation. Mm -hmm. I wish it would have been just more of a relatability in the schooling system to be able to say all these things relate to the things that you love to do. Instead, it was like, this is this, you learn this, and it doesn't just like, just learn it. It's a task, not an experience. Uh So like, I just want to be able to show like mm-hmm. creatives or just individuals or anybody just look at it in a different way, even if it has to be the word selfish and really like, yeah, yeah like I, I, not, I wish every day that, that every, I was in college and I can, I can sit why? down and learn on something. See, I see, see, it's funny how we see ourselves and you say you're selfish, but the thing is what I see in your story is it's, 
it's part of your part podcast. Shut up and fail. Take the failures. Take the punches. Because you wouldn't be who you are if your teachers were great. Yeah. You wouldn't be this per. You wouldn't be the person sitting here next to me Definitely. if you had paid attention in school. You are who you're supposed to be. And the fact is, I still have a hard time writing. And the fact is, I am a bilingual educator, and sometimes I want to write in Spanish, but I say it in English. But you know what? That's the beauty. And in those mistakes and those hiccups, I'm not a teacher who gets mad at myself. I'm like, hey, guys, I made a mistake. Some of them want to point and laugh because culturally, that's what their parents or their siblings or yeah. their friends do to them. And I'm like, nah. uh From here, meaning the door inside, you are not going to ridicule anybody. Yeah. It's the laughing or it's the saying no. And it's not that they're bad kids. And we say, you know, oh, children, children are um, so real. They're so blunt. Yes, they are. And good for them. Mm -hmm. We need more children as adults. And I think you and I know a couple because we follow those people. Yeah, yeah. I believe all the all the largest business people were probably the the individuals that, you know, that went against it. Like you yeah. hear them talking about it yes. all over. Like Gary Vee, he's one oh, of them. And yes. especially like the way that he says, um, even though you're not good at something, that's okay. Outsource and double down on what you're good at. So, like, I think about that even, too, like, in writing to this day, Mm -hmm. I stop myself from releasing things, but now I'm able to, you know, hire out a writer and say, like, you focus on that, and I'll focus on the creative portion of it. They paid attention in school. Yeah. Yeah. So, So you have the means. See, because I believe, now that just listening to your story, you have the means to hire someone who loves what that is. You want it, but stop focusing on the fact that you don't have it. Yeah. And you know that. Yeah. You know that because you're already doing it. It took you a bit. No, yeah. And you're definitely. only what? How old? How old 23. Yeah, I'm 20, 26. 26. I look 15, though, by the way. I know you can't see me, <laughs> you but I look 15. Without makeup, maybe 12. But I'm 26. I feel 30. No, I feel I like 30 feel... is too young. <coughs> I, feel, I feel a lot older than 30, actually. Well, I feel, and people have told me I have an old soul, and I'm not trying to fluff my feathers, but I... I can't remember a time when I wanted to hang out with people of my age. I mean, now I kind of do because it's kind of fun. But as a child, I remember my mom, until this day, she always puts it in my face. And God bless her soul. She's like, remember when I used to tell you to go out and talk to people? I was like, yes. (laughs) She's like, well, why do you talk so much now if you were so... I'm like, mom, you get a piece of what I am. I don't... Children don't always want to talk to their parents. And the people you were sending me out to talk to had a lot of drama. I don't want to hear it. Sometimes Mm -hmm. I did, but sometimes I didn't. And she's like, mija, go outside. Mija, play with this person. I'm like, I don't want to play with them. They are so dramatic. And, And it's not that I knew that at the time. I just, my soul, or I don't know what you want to call it, just didn't want to be around people when I was a child. I did when I did, and I did when I didn't. My mom was very overprotective. And I don't know why we're going into that, because I said that would be part two. But long story short, my mom would always want to push me out. Like, not to, like, dangerously go out, but just out into the neighborhood. And I remember we would, but not always. It was on my terms. Because it was people, I mean, children are little people, and little people carry their household on their back. And I remember them telling me things that that. would happen, and I'm just like... Oh, yeah. You know, I'm going to be in Bartlett's one day. 
I have, an, I have a lot of quotes for you, by the way, that I've just come across. I'll write that down later. Um, yeah, but I, I know we're getting into um, family and mm -hmm, education. Mm -hmm. I want to dive deep into um, the story that you <laughs> kind of, Oh, kind yes. of we're talking about um, your failure story. The, oh, yeah. The, yeah. Just, mm -hmm. just you, can, you can dive I'm right ready. into it. I'm ready. I'm ready. So going back. So fourth grade, my saving grace of a teacher, Miss Rewald, gave me the wings. She gave me the light. And I think I created recently a Facebook group so that she can, oh, I shouldn't. Well, whatever. We're like 26 now. Because she will not add anybody. And I understand why she won't add any of us. Because us is very dramatic. As in not me, but a lot of people. Maybe me too. I don't know. So I added up a group, and oh, I'm, going, I'm going past the question. Hold on. Let me go back. So Miss Rewald was a great teacher. She brought in my mom from being in summer school every single year except fourth and fifth grade, and from there I had straight A's up until... Yeah. From fourth and on, I had straight A's all of middle school. I had... <laughs> Yeah, mine is so opposite. All the way until like Sorry. fourth or fifth grade, I had straight A's, and, and then after that, that's the fundamentals of like language. So how did you was, not get the link? Oh wait, no, 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 no. I lie, I lie. It, it starts happening in middle school. I feel like all yeah. the all oh, the they right, start getting right. really strict. I love words. It's like it's like middle. It's like uh, elementary school for me was yes. like have fun, create, dream big, and then middle school was like, mm -hmm. hey, stay in line. And then high school was like, okay, figure out who you are. After all, that drama just went on. Sorry. So like, oh yeah, she has like a little cough, right? No. You're saying sorry uh, about no, that? I'm, no, no, no. I'm saying sorry for the, for the people that told you that. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. They're lot, lot well, I think it was also souls. confusing too because like in the, um, in the beginning, I also was, was trying to, because I grew up with my, with my grandmother and then also with my- I um, love her. With well, actually, my grandparents and then them. also my parents, mm -hmm. um, and oh. I, I mean, I, I feel like I grew up more on Spanglish. Oh yeah. And then whenever, whenever we, um, whenever I went to school, it was like, okay, you can't do that anymore. You got to do English. So mm -hmm. like in the beginning, it was just like I don't know. I think I think there was a, it was a lot of like good people, but then there's obviously there's always going to be a lot of bad people that are not going <laughs> to want you to speak. Spanish or they're going to oh, yeah. want you to, even for me right now, like I don't hold my pencil a certain way. And every time I write, I think about the teacher that like grabbed my hand and was like, so no, sorry. no, wow. no, just like stared into my soul. Wow. And I would say something like, um, you know, um, oh, that looks like it's from, that looks like it belongs. It's in the ropa sucia. Cause I would say ropa sucia in, which is dirty clothes, dirty clothes in Spanish. And then she just looked at me and was like, no. No, and just would like engrave was she this of your culture. Oh no, she was a white lady yeah. from a from my first and only Christian school God that I went soul. to, and like I just you know it would like I I I, I understand I it, but it's still like I feel like. Do you understand it? Understand what? Understand what you said? You understand it? What is it? I understand what she what her job was I and what it. she needed to do, um, but I didn't understand the execution of it. But I understand, I got a quote like you. the emotional part that I was going through too, because it wasn't only the teacher. I feel like it was always also the kids, because the kids were like, "Yeah, that's just how it goes around here." Mm. So yeah, it was just everything. It felt too. like I was the so the black sorry. sheep. <laughs> well, see, uh, didn't you? I mean, okay, going back to what you said about the teacher, or that said that to you. 
there can be a lot to say about that. But the fact is you cannot have, you can, you can, you can keep feeling the way you're feeling, but at the end of the day, those people, and I'm not being meaning to categorize them. I'm saying just people, not a, a race, not anything like that, just people. You cannot be mad at them because at the end of the day, they haven't experienced what you're experiencing and we can't know unless we step in other people's shoes. So there's no way because, I mean, I don't know what her childhood was like. Maybe, I mean, maybe she's upper middle class, maybe she's lower middle class and that's what they did to her. Because yeah. if someone points the finger at you, guess what? There's four pointing back at them. Yeah. And if someone takes the time to squish your spirit, imagine how squished their spirit is. Because yeah. I don't know, you were maybe what? Eight, nine? Yeah, yeah I was okay. probably right under there. You were barely I think, getting well, like, squished. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think just, I mean, I don't want to make it seem like I had like such a horrible childhood. No, 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 I know, childhood. I know. Like okay. I never want to make no. it feel like that, but I do like, no, I know, yes. I see like the positivity in it oh, and like great, all great. of that. Like I'm great. not trying to say like no, 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 every no. day No, I know. I think about this moment. My, my, no, no, I know. <laughs> but it I is know, the know, foundation know. of the why fact. I find like the light. Yes. The fact is, if I'm a baker, and I say this very, because I'm not a baker, I don't know pounds to, I mean, I do know pounds because I'm fourth grade curriculum, but I say this. If a baker bakes four tons of bread every day, I know that's a lot. I know. I'm going exaggerated. And one, uh, half a ton burns. The fact is, the baker's not going to be praising the, the three and a half tons he he made beautifully and everyone ate. He's going to focus, just humanly, he's going to focus on the one I mean, the half that he burned. So I get it. And this is a podcast of shut up and fail. So we're saying our failures. We're very positive people. We are. But we're talking about the darkness. And going back, because I only have a couple minutes. So being a student who loved and found love in the structure of school, because at home I didn't have the structure, and this could be a part two if you want me back. I did all that I had to do. I got to where I wanted to be. I had everything. I had money, I had a career, I had a loving boyfriend, no one's perfect, I had parents that loved me, I had people that loved me, I had people, I had everything that you would think you would want in life, but I had nothing, because internally, I was telling, no one ever said anything, hey, you're doing a bad job. They were telling me, you're great, you're great. I, I can't believe that you're put in this position. That's so awesome. And I'm like, yeah, that's so awesome. That's so awesome. But something happened to where change. And I believe I became an educator because I had to learn this the easy yet hard way. I had to learn that life isn't just A, B, C, D. There is a whole flipping alphabet out there. And A, B, C, D does not get to where you want to be. It does for some. I'm not going to lie. The school system works for some. It worked for me. And now I'm an educator. And I am a facilitator because I understand what Google is. I understand what these kids are seeing. And I also understand the hurt that their parents that were children too were being taught and squished. And it's not the fault of people. It's the fault of a system and the lack of heart and understanding because it is a business. And the fact is when you went to that school and that lady told you, what do you want? The fact is, imagine how stressed she is, you know? Imagine how 
her home is. And it's not that I'm trying to make excuses for people. I'm at to the point right now where it's like if someone shows me their colors, I have so much to give to children because, again, my name is Alejandra Lopez, protector of man and warrior, preferably the little people because adults, there's a lot of stuff. And I help adults too, don't get me wrong, but I help adults outside of my quote-unquote job because they're also hurt children. It's a cycle. And at the end of the day, I'm here for a purpose. I'm here to serve. And there came a time in school when I could have been a big-time marketer, but I was like, Alejandra, do you really want to sell things to people they don't need? Because I can. I could sell you grapes and column gold, and I can make a sale. And that's going to come back to me because I am creating stuff for that districts are going to buy. Plug, plug. It's coming. Um, but... Or, uh, see, I get my ego. My ego just went there. Mm-hmm. Ah, where was I at? I was getting so deep, right? And then my ego hit. Uh, at the end of the day, I'm an educator, and I want to help the little people. And I am a facilitator of knowledge because they have Google. I am someone who's there because I know, I know what I have to do, and I know my curriculum, and I'm good at math. I wasn't always good. I'm great at math, actually. I love math. I always thought, hey, I'm not a math brain. But you know who I put myself next to? A mentor that had a mathematical brain. And with this, I have 30 seconds, and this is what I want to leave you guys with. And maybe there's a part two if you guys re- request it. Percep- sorry, I'm going to start again. Perceptions. Ah, see, I, I'm a person. Love is the fruit of wisdom reborn in the ego. Very nice. Yeah. Love it. I'm going to go a little bit over just to ask you two more questions. Mm -hmm. So what advice could you give me as I continue producing work for Woody's Journey, Shut Up and Fail, and all the other stuff that I'm doing? That's such a deep question. What do you want? I mean, what's the issue? Because you're saying you want, but what are you having issues with? What you see just from seeing what I'm doing, what kind of advice would you give? I love it. I think you're, you're in the... You're in the... You're, you're not lost in the sauce. I feel like you're mixing up some sauces. And the hey. fact, yeah, there you go. <laughs> sauce, sauce. Um, keep it saucy. Ah, that reminds me of that Kanye. Uh, you know, Kanye, I used to kind of judge him because he had the whole Jesus thing. Because I'm like, what is he trying to say? He's Jesus. Listen to that album. It is deep. I'm trying to get Spotify to like release it, the clean version, because I'm trying not to cuss anymore. But going back to what you need keep stirring up the pot and I love that people aren't going to see my face because I put on makeup today but hey you can hear my voice it's a lot powerful more powerful than the face very nice and then also if you can sum up your career in one word what word would it be one word my career yeah oh god love perfect it's love 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 and then last thing to finish it out go ahead and plug yourself tags wherever people can find you um You and I both love Gary Vee, and I have like five accounts. You can hit me up on one, and I'll give you the others. But my, since this is, what is it, what'd you call it? Educators Fail 2. I'll give you guys my educator handles, and you can follow me there. It's mostly going to be about my teaching or educating stuff. It is at Instagram. It is Miss Lopez, M-I-S-S underscore 562. And on Twitter, I'm not 
that active on that one either. But uh, again, you can get my other ones if you go there. It'll take, it'll make you work. Uh, at Miss Lopez 562 on Twitter. No underscore for Twitter. Bye-bye. Perfect. Thank you guys for listening.